Welcome to this podcast message from Kingdom Faith Church. This message is by Clive Urquhart. Well, Merry Christmas, everyone. What a great day to celebrate the birth of Jesus and all that that means to us, his life, his goodness, his abundance to each of us. So trust you've had a really good start to Christmas Day. Maybe some of you have already opened up loads of presents. Maybe some of you have a tradition where you wait till after lunch and you do them in the afternoon. Whichever you're doing, uh, have a very, very blessed day. And as family, as friends, just celebrating together and having some time just to relax uh, with each other and in the presence of God in your home and all that you're doing today and over this Christmas time. So just want to share for a few minutes uh, a little bit of a message for us on Christmas Day. And I'm going to read from the Old Testament and the New Testament. And these two passages link together. And uh, it's really a day for us to be thankful for the gift of who Jesus is in our lives and what that means and how much then we want to share that gift of who he is with others, the life of Jesus around the people in our world. So let's jump into Isaiah 9. We're going to read several verses from here. And this is really about prophesying, Isaiah prophesying about the coming king. And so in chapter uh, 9, verse 2, it says this. It says, The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. And then this is obviously really relevant for us today in terms of what Christmas Day is. For to us, a child is born. To us, a son is given. And the government, that means all authority, will be on his shoulders And he will be called Wonderful Counselor. That means all wisdom, that he is all wisdom. Mighty God, mighty there means all powerful. Then it says Everlasting Father. Everlasting is without end. Uh, He's our Father, which really means there the author and the creator, the giver of life. And also it describes him here as the Prince of Peace. And the the word prince there actually means ruler, one who leads. But the word peace there means his salvation, his total well-being, the fullness of his life in us. And so it's really rich what's what's being said in just in that one verse alone, that Jesus is given as a son. This is prophetically speaking about the, the... Christmas Day itself, if you like, or the day that Jesus was born, the coming King, but also the life that we now live in here, that he is all authority, he is all wisdom, he's all powerful, he's without end, he's the author and the creator of life, and he's the ruler of salvation, the one who gives salvation and gives life. And then in verse 7, it says this, of the increase of his government, of his rule and his reign and his authority, of the increase of his government, his rule, his kingdom and peace, his salvation 
there will be no end. Don't you love that? Don't you love that we've been brought into a relationship with the one who is everlasting. He's without end. He's the author and the creator of life. He is salvation and there'll be no end to that. And we've been brought into that amazing, amazing life with Jesus. And so this is Isaiah prophesying. Then it says this in the rest of verse seven, he, that's Jesus, will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. And the zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. So Isaiah's prophesying about a day that will come. Uh, that day, in terms of what we understand Christmas Day and what we celebrate, Jesus being born, the Saviour being born, but also what these verses are talking about, a kingdom that comes now that we can become part of, but also the kingdom to come that we'll be part of forever and ever when Jesus comes back again, okay, the second time to wrap things up in that sense. And, uh, and we're going to be part of this everlasting kingdom that we're already in now, but is also still to come. So this is what it's prophesying here. And it says, the zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this zeal, the zealousness of God, the passion of God. Also the word zeal there means the jealousy of God for his purposes being outworked, to bring us into his kingdom, to bring us into relationship with him, a jealous God for his people, both Jew and Gentile. So that's what, that's what Isaiah prophesies in chapter nine there, the coming king. And we celebrate today that the king has come, okay, the Messiah for the purpose of salvation for mankind, but also we know that the King is also gonna come again uh, for the final come to round it all up so that we're gonna be then be with him forever, okay? Now, let's just jump into Luke chapter two. And, and these where the two passages connect, okay? And there's gonna be a census. Um, Joseph needs to take his family, uh, to, um, to Bethlehem and, uh, and this is what it says. Let's just read it. Luke chapter two from verse four onwards. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David. Okay, links it in with what Isaiah prophesied that, that Jesus was gonna reign on the throne of David, David's throne forever. So, uh, they go to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and the line of David. Okay, so we see the old and new connecting here. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no guest room available, no room at the inn for them. Now then we jump here and there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them and the glory of the Lord shone around them and they were terrified. Let's just take a moment. We know the story well. It's read every Christmas. We've all been through this many times in terms of the story, but let's just take a moment and just picture us in this scenario right now, we're shepherds out in a field looking after our sheep, minding our own business. And uh, we then hear 
or we see this angel appearing, okay, and declaring the glory of the Lord shining all around us. No wonder they were terrified. Just imagine that. It's like the moment where God comes and interrupts the world. I love that. He comes to interrupt the world to bring salvation so that it might be possible for the world to know him. So it's this moment, this, this divine interruption. And uh, then, it, uh, then he says here, the angel then says to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news, great news that will cause great joy for all of the people. You know, the gospel is good news. It is great joy. Now, there are many, many people who don't know that the gospel is good news and they don't know of a joy that is possible to have in their lives. Many people are living enclosed in their own world, uh, in all sorts of issues and stuff going on in their lives, their own view of opinions. Also, everybody's in a... But yet... This story here, God comes and interrupts the world with good news of great joy. And this Christmas season that we've been going through, we're in and we're going to carry on for another few days into the new year. It's like God wants us to take the life and the good news of who he is and to bring it into others, people, like an interruption into people's lives because people need Jesus. God knew that the world needed the good news and he came with this divine interruption. Uh, let's come back to some of that in a few moments, okay? Then it says in verse 11, today in the town of David, a saviour has been born. So he's the angels heralding what's, what's just happened. He is the Messiah, the Lord. And this will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, it says, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praise it. Well, if it wasn't just one angel that was enough, suddenly there's a whole host, a great company. <laughs> These shepherds, man, they must have been freaked out by the, at this point. But this, this company of angels then declared glory to God in the highest. What a sound that must have been. Uh, and on earth, peace to men, God's salvation, God's abundant goodness being declared here, being released, on whom his favour rests. What was their response? So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby. They wanted to see, what, who is this? What is this all about? And when they, when they had seen him, after seeing him in the manger, listen to this, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And all who heard were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. Wow. Christmas really is God's divine interruption into the world. Everybody was going around what they're doing, their daily business, and God's like, right, now's the time. I'm going to reveal who I am. Jesus was born and salvation at that moment was actually released into the earth because the Saviour had been born. Yes, he had to grow up. Yes, he then began his ministry and the gospel started going out um, through Jesus. But the gospel actually started to go out through these shepherds 
uh, because they were they they were so amazed at what they saw. They had to just go out and tell everybody about this one that was just been born, the saviour of the world, peace on earth, the angels appearing and all of that. So the gospel started to go out even from that moment onwards. And Christmas Day, what does it represent? Today is the day of salvation. Now is the time for the gospel to go out. Jesus is the gift of salvation. In Isaiah, it prophesied, didn't it, that for unto us a child is born, to us a son is given. When something's given, it's a gift. And Jesus came to give his life as a gift for you and I, for the world. And so this gift of salvation is the most important gift of this season of Christmas. We've all been blessed with gifts and of all kinds. Uh, and, and often it's a joy, isn't it, to actually give gifts and, and see the joy on people's faces as they open up, especially with children, eh? When you, you, you've, you've got them the thing that they wanted and, and they open it and their eyes light up and as they realise what it is, they're like, oh, oh, is this what I asked for? Oh. And, and the joy that that brings them, they can't wait to get the wrapping off and out of the box or whatever it is to begin to play with it, use it or whatever it is and the joy that it brings them. But that's the gift that the Father, God the Father in Jesus, as he gives us and as we unwrap who he is, we understand who he is, the joy, the life, the goodness that he releases into our lives. So I want to encourage us um, to thank Jesus today for the gift that he is into our lives. Let's thank the Father for the gift of Jesus into our lives today. But let's also be those who having, re having received that gift all already in our life, we have this gift in us that we then want to be like the shepherds and we want to spread the word. We want to let people know. We want to talk about Jesus. We want to share his life to those around us and give that gift to other people. So let's be full of joy, full of thanksgiving today, but also let's be those who give and release that gift of salvation, the joy of who he is into other people's lives today. So let's just take a moment to pray shall we, together on Christmas Day. Father, we thank you that today a son has been given, a child has been born in terms of what we believe today represents. And Father, we thank you for the gift of Jesus, the gift of salvation. A gift isn't earned. It's not given because of something we've done. We give gifts because we love and the motivation of giving is to love, to express love. And Father, we thank you that you expressed your love through Jesus for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever would believe in him would not perish but have eternal life. And so, Jesus, we thank you the way that you gave yourself for us as the gift so that we could receive the love of the Father into our lives to become children of God ourselves. And we thank you, Jesus. We don't ever want to take it for granted. We thank you for your goodness, 
and your love and your abundance in our lives. But at the same time, we thank you that that love in us enables us to love others, to see others with the eyes of your love and that we would be like the shepherds, that we'd want to shepherd others by loving them with sharing the gospel, spreading the word of who you are, telling people this is who Jesus is, this is what this season's all about. And I thank you, Jesus, for the courage and the boldness to talk about you that's motivated with love for others. So Jesus, we rejoice in you today. We thank you for who you are. We praise your wonderful, mighty name as we celebrate together in our, with our families and with our friends who you are for us and for the world. We praise your name. Amen. Amen. Maybe some of you are watching this, uh, maybe you're with family and friends today and you're in sharing, you know, you're about to have Christmas lunch or whatever you're going to be doing today and you don't know Jesus. What a great day to respond to the goodness of God, to the love of God. Jesus loves you and that's why he came. And you can respond to that love today by saying, Jesus, I thank you that you came and gave your life for me. And I want to respond to you and reciprocate that love and say, I want to give my life to you. And you can do that really simply, just taking a first step by thanking Jesus for his love for you. Thank him that he died on the cross for you. And on that cross, he took everything that could separate you from you separate you from him and the Bible calls that separation sin and all the things that we have done that separate us from from him and you can simply come to him and say Jesus I ask you to forgive me would you cleanse my heart and my life of every sin everything that has separated me from you and right now I thank you as I ask you to forgive me you forgive me you wipe the slate clean you give me a new start and in the same way that you gave your life for me on the cross, I want to give my life to you. And so Jesus, I give you who I am. I give you everything, the good, the bad, the ugly, everything. And Jesus, I ask you to come and give your life to me. Come and live in me. I want to begin a relationship with you and know you in the way that I've just been hearing about. And so Jesus, I thank you for all that you do in me right now as I respond to you. Thank you, Jesus. Father, I just pray for anybody responding right now for the first time, giving their life to you, anybody coming back to you that's walked away. I thank you, you respond with loving kindness and you meet them right at their point of need with forgiveness in your love and with your grace and your mercy. You come to live in them right now, giving them a totally new start in life with you. I thank you, Jesus. Well, bless you guys. If you have somebody in your home, you can encourage them, you can bless them, you can pray with them if they don't know Jesus. But have a fantastic Christmas day. Be very, very, very blessed in all that you're doing today. Bless you guys. Thank you for listening to this Kingdom Faith podcast. We trust it's been an encouragement to you. For more information and resources from Kingdom Faith and our other audio and video podcasts, please visit www.kingdomfaith.com. 